although we have spent several years going through all the methodologies of the virologists and revealing that there is no evidence for pathogenic particles called viruses, we still get the question, but what happened in Italy in 2020? In order to investigate that question, the Health Freedom Defence Fund team published an article on October 31st with the title, Italy 2020, The Preposterous Pandemic. It is an analysis of the official Italian figures for deaths attributed to COVID-19 from March to July 2020. I'll now present the essay which demonstrates that even without getting into the pseudoscience of virology, the numbers that came out of Italy were nothing short of illogical. In March of 2023, Health Freedom Defence Fund published Italy 2020, Inside COVID's Ground Zero. Was there really a pandemic? In order to posit an answer to our title, we used a wide lens to look at the operative, epidemiological, historical, social and political factors that shaped the COVID phenomenon in Italy. This piece still stands as one of the most comprehensive examinations of Italy and COVID. The pressing question in the article's title has yet to be addressed by officialdom. The ramifications of answering this question in the negative are considerable, as the validity of the entire corona pandemic narrative hinges on the credibility of the events that allegedly took place in Italy and New York City. If the official media story from either or both of these locations is debunked, we are faced with the possibility of having been through one of the most malevolent deceptions in modern history, with ramifications that will last for decades to come. We now take a dive deeper into the facts of what did or did not occur in Italy by narrowing our lens to examine the minutiae of regional statistics from Italy in spring-summer 2020. The evidence revealed in this piece speaks loudly to the likelihood that something other than, quote, viral dynamics were involved in creating the apparent Italian health emergency of 2020. In February of 2020, the Italian Instituto Superiore di Sanita established a surveillance system to collect and review medical records transmitted to the ISS by each Italian region, province, in order to analyse deaths attributed to COVID-19. This data assessed, quote, characteristics of patients who died positive for SARS-CoV-2 infection in Italy. The ISS began publishing its findings on March 13, 2020, and continued publishing reports up to early 2022. The reports were initially issued on a near-weekly basis, and less frequently towards the end of 2020 and through 2021. The ISS dispatches reported sample sizes from each region, demographics, pre-existing pathologies, hospitalisation diagnosis, complications and deaths under the age of 50. In our analysis, we look at the first 20 ISS reports covering the March 13, 2020 to July 9, 2020 timeframe. For the purposes of our study, we will focus primarily on the regional and geographical sample sizes, comparisons of those sample sizes, and a cursory glance at a few additional details provided in the datasets. 
The complexities of how Italian precincts, regions, provinces and autonomous zones are identified is a fascinating historical lesson and an intricate geographical puzzle. Understanding the intricacies of Italian geographical nomenclature is not essential to the study as we stick to the regional descriptors used in the ISS analysis and larger geographical demarcations, northern, central and southern, that comprise Italy. One distinct feature of Italy is that it contains five Provincia Autonomes, PA, or Autonomous Regions. Three of these autonomous zones are in the north, PA Friuli Venezia Giulia, PA Trentino Alto Adige Suditro, Trento Balzano, PA Valle d'Aosta, while two are in the south, PA Sicily, PA Sardinia. The ISS report lists PA Trento and PA Bolzano independently, though they are part of the larger region of PA Trentino Alto Adige Suditro. Each of Italy's regions collects taxes, but these five autonomous regions retain more of their local taxes than the other regions, 60% instead of the usual 20%, and in Sardinia, they keep 100%. This means that while the regional governments of autonomous regions receive less federal money for services, they are not beholden to federal regulations or mandates in order to fund their services. This unique characteristic is important to keep in mind as we sift through the ISS data with particular attention given to the autonomous regions in the north. The population of northern Italy is roughly 27 million, central Italy around 11 million and southern Italy's population is around 20 million. Northern Italy constitutes PA Valle d'Aosta, Emilia Romagna, PA Friuli Venezia Giulia, Piedmont, Liguria, Lombardy, Veneto, PA Balzano and PA Trento. Central Italy constitutes Lazio, Marche, Tuscany, Umbria. Southern Italy constitutes Abruzzo, Puglia, Basilicata, Calabria, Campania, Molise, PA Sardegna, PA Sicilia. The number of COVID classified deaths surveyed in each report are cumulative and representative. COVID deaths were classified, quote, through the death cards of the deceased. Our compilation is organised by region, followed by a geographical abbreviation, followed by the number of accumulated COVID classified deaths for each region, followed by the region's percentage of Italy's COVID classified deaths. At the end of each time period, we list the tallied percentages for the three broader geographical areas to use as comparison. A final note on the data. Not all regions are included in some weeks, and there are a few minute discrepancies, less than 0.3% in the tallied percentages for some weeks. These are artefacts of the ISS reports. For the purposes of this video, I will present the percentage of COVID-classified deaths from each region, North, Central and South. The full breakdown from each of the subregions can be found in the article on the Health Freedom Defence Fund's website. March 13, 2020. North, 97.9%. Central, 1.5%. South, 0.7%. The median age of deceased COVID-classified patients was 80. The mean number of pre-existing pathologies observed in the population was 2.7. The vast majority of COVID-classified deaths are in the north of Italy, with the majority of those coming from two regions. This curiosity does not change significantly for the entirety of the declared public health emergency. 
The autonomous region of Valle d'Aosta, which is in northwestern Italy, does not appear in this early report, despite being only 120 miles away from the quote hotspot of the Lombardy region. There are no reported COVID deaths in the ISC survey for PA Valle d'Aosta in the first three reports. The three other autonomous zones situated in northeastern Italy, PA Friuli Venezia Giulia, 165 miles to Lombardy, PA Bolzano, 100 miles to Lombardy, and PA Trento, 74 miles to Lombardy, also appeared to escape the ravages of what was sold as one of the most transmissible and deadly viruses in history. How did the supposed virus race around the world at lightning speed, travel over 5,000 miles from Wuhan to Lombardy, yet bypass regions to the west and the east, which were only a short distance from Lombardy? March 17, 2020. North, 96.8%. Central, 1.8%. South, 1.2%. The median age of deceased COVID-classified patients was 80.5. Women who died were older than men, median age women, 83.7, and men, 79.5. Of the 17 COVID-classified patients under the age of 50 that died, all were males with serious pre-existing pathologies cardiovascular, renal, psychiatric diseases, diabetes, obesity. No meaningful change presents in geographical data. Central and southern Italy do not seem to be impacted in any meaningful way by any alleged viral pathogen. March 20th. North 95.6%, central 2.6%, south 1.8%. The median age of deceased COVID-classified patients is 80 years old. As of March 20th, there are 36 COVID-classified deceased patients under the age of 50. Nine of these were under 40, eight males and one female. No clinical information is available for two patients under 40 years of age. The other seven had serious pre-existing diseases, cardiovascular, renal, psychiatric diseases, diabetes, obesity. The COVID-attributed death clusters remain in the north and largely stick to the two provinces of Lombardy and Emilia-Romagna. March 26th, north 93%, central 3.8%, south 2.4%. PA Valle d'Aosta makes its first appearance in the ISS survey, accounting for 0.1% COVID-attributed deaths catalogued to date. The data illustrate that the other autonomous regions in the north were scarcely impacted and only nominal upticks in COVID-attributed deaths occur in either central or southern Italy. Heading into April, we see over 90% of COVID-attributed deaths remain in the north, with the majority of these deaths situated in two regions. Even as the alleged virus was at the peak of its powers, it was unable to put a dent in the mortality rates of Italy's autonomous regions in the north, nor impact central or southern Italy. The mechanics of this, quote, unique viral pathogen seem to defy all reasonable explanations. The following ISC surveys up until the final data set of our study are presented without comment. Our 
final data set shows the median age of deceased COVID-attributed patients is 82 years of age, an increase of two years from the initial ISS report. As of July 9, 2020, 385 of the 34,026 deceased alleged SARS-CoV-2 positive patients were under the age of 50 years. 86 of these, or just 0.25%, were under the age of 40 years, 56 men and 30 women. Of these 86 patients under 40 years of age, there was no clinical information available for eight of them. 64 had serious pre-existing conditions, cardiovascular, renal, psychiatric diseases, diabetes, obesity, and 14 had undiagnosed major pathologies. In short, every patient under 40 years old who had clinical records displayed major and or multiple pre-existing pathologies. Even as the ages and pre-existing pathologies of COVID-attributed deaths are important bits of evidence which refute certain aspects of the, quote, deadly coronavirus story, the most incriminating pieces of evidence are the geographical anomalies observed in the data. How is it that massive clusters of alleged COVID deaths are situated alongside neighbouring locales which experience so few COVID deaths? One theory has suggested Chinese migrant workers from the garment industry brought, quote, the virus to Lombardy. This hypothesis falls apart when noted that Tuscany, in central Italy, has the largest concentration of Chinese people in Italy. How could these regions involve the same, quote, spreading virus and have such dramatically different outcomes? Central and southern Italy didn't seem to be included in the COVID death march. How is this possible? What was it about Italy's autonomous regions that protected them from the ravages of this purported pathogen? None of this makes sense. If this heavily advertised virus was as transmissible and deadly as the world was told, the data wouldn't look like this. Of the many contentious issues surrounding viruses, what's not up for debate is that viruses are not subject to borders or geographical boundaries. One astute observer suggested that part of the regional discrepancies might be explained by what went on inside hospitals. Another concluded, completely different places with similar population characteristics that experienced completely different mortality outcomes. Differences could not be explained by viral dynamics. Something else was at work. Whatever combination of factors came into play, attributing the events that befell Italy in spring 2020 to a supposed viral pathogen, unique or otherwise, defies all logic and reason. A full-scale international inquiry should be launched immediately. Answers are needed. End of essay. There was no novel coronavirus or any, quote, virus at work in Italy in 2020. It was a manufactured crisis involving the reclassification of disease and widespread panic through constant fear propaganda. Keep in mind that the Italian Council of Ministers had declared a six-month state of emergency starting on January 31st, 2020, which was 
three weeks before Italy even had its first death attributed to COVID-19. And it was certainly convenient that they had granted these extraordinary powers to themselves in January 2018. There was no new disease and cases were created through the fraudulent application of molecular detection assays such as the PCR. In 2020, my virus mania co-author, Dr. Klaus Kuhnlein, explained how COVID-19 was a PCR pandemic, not a new disease epidemic. The differences in the alleged case numbers and deaths in different regions is explained by policy, not biology. These policies can involve testing patterns, including how they are incentivized, as well as reckless, if not murderous, treatment protocols. The interview with Klaus has stood the test of time, and I recommend watching it if you have not seen it before. I hope you have enjoyed this presentation. As always, I like to end on a positive note and hope that this information has reduced fear by demonstrating once again that you do not have to worry about alleged deadly pathogens. You can safely ignore the hysteria and the destructive measures promoted by the fraudsters. Concentrate on what brings you true health, which is in your hands. If you enjoyed this video, please visit support.dsam.com 